voiceamerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello everybody and welcome to Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com with me, Patricia Raskin. You know, I have to say I started on Voice America in the beginning. I was one of those pioneers I always have been. I started about seven years ago when the Internet was just starting in radio programming and, and Voice America was one or two years old and there were maybe 20 shows and now there's about 200. And it really goes to show you the power of the Internet, the power of Internet radio. And I've always believed in this kind of programming. I started Positive People uh, in 1982 when people laughed and said people don't want to hear this. They want to hear negative sensationalism. And I've stayed with it. And I am such a believer that we can inspire each other and give each other hope and turn our obstacles into opportunities and our problems into solutions. And we certainly can do that. And I have the, the blessed gift to interview so many experts and authors and celebrities that can share that with you and help to inspire and uplift you. And today is certainly no exception. My guest today is Pat Hastings, who is a psychotherapist, and she's the author of the book, Simply a Woman of Faith. She has been leading women's spirituality retreats and workshops for the past eight years. And the subtitle of her book is How to Live in Spiritual Power and Transform Your Life. You can log on to simplyawomanoffaith.com. Welcome, Pat. Thank you, Patricia. It's nice to be with you. Yeah, it's nice to be with you, too. You. you know, you knew that 30 years ago God wanted you to write a book. How did you know that? I knew it because everybody kept telling me, you should write a book. You should write a book. You have such faith stories. And to me, it was like they were just kind of normal things to happen. And one of the stories that um, I love to tell because it's probably my famous faith story was my ex-husband was out of work for a year and we had four children under the age of 10. We had applied for welfare, so it was a pretty difficult time in our lives. And this one day I was waiting to pick up the children from school and I had some time to kill. So I decided to go to one of the, the stores and just look around. And as I walked on in, I saw the clearance sign at the back of the store. So I had to go check out what, the, what was going on. So I went back and I was just looking through the racks and I found this blouse that it just jumped out at me. And I fell in love with it. And it was $10. It was a great bargain. But all I had in my pocket was $10. And that was for mm. bread and milk on the way home. So as I reluctantly put the as I was reluctantly putting the blouse back, I heard this small, still voice of God say, buy it, and I will provide. And I stood there and I said, hmm, is that you, God, or is that me just wanting to buy the book, right. buy, the, buy the blouse? And I decided to buy it. And I picked up the kids from school and didn't say a word to anybody. And when I got in, I grabbed the mail, and there was a, a card in there, an envelope that just said Pat on it. And I wondered who that was from, and I opened it up. And there was a $10 bill in the card. And all it said was, to Pat from the son of a carpenter. Well, I just... Now, wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. How, how, how do you explain that? It obviously was somebody who also was listening to God. And God put it on their heart to send me this card with a $10 bill. Wow. 
That's, you know, that's amazing. It's incredible. You know, people look at me when I tell that story, and, it, and they just their mouths just drop open. Mm. Drop open because it, it was such a miracle. And to me, it was... A sign. Yeah, yeah. It was like, wow, you know, like, you really do hear our prayers, God, and you really do mm. want to provide for us when we're open. Now, I so, so that, Pat, what do you advise women, and you do these retreats all over the country mm-hmm. and often, what do you advise to women who hear that story and say to you, but Pat, I, I really need something and it's not coming, and you know, I'm, I'm on welfare, or my husband is sick, or my children are sick, and, and I keep praying and nothing's happening. What do you say to them? I say to them to keep trusting, to keep connecting with that power within, um, that things will change. And one of the things that's very, very important to me that I, that I talk about a lot on my retreats is taking time each day to plug into that power. It's so important when I started 35 years ago to have a spiritual discipline. Um, I sat for five minutes each day and, and just was quiet and meditated. And that's what I teach on the workshops, how to do that. You know, many women say, well, you know, I pray maybe during the day or I just do rote prayers and I talk about the importance of Having a conversation with whoever you call God, whether it's higher power, Buddha, spirit, whatever it is, but having a conversation and believing that you know God is hearing your prayers. So, so that's that's, so that's what's absolutely key is yeah. it also is the belief. Yes, belief in something greater than yourself mm-hmm. that is there helping you and guiding you and will give you. What and you also need. looking for signs. Give us an example of that. A sign of... Well, when, for example, when someone comes to you after you've done a workshop and you tell them that story of what happened for you with mm-hmm. the $10 bill, mm-hmm. and they're despondent or they feel hopeless, and you say to them, you know, things will change, how do you teach them to look for signs, Pat? Like, that was a clear sign. That was a clear sign. Well, I think by when, when we plug in every day, we're then more open. I think that, that higher power gives signs all, all through the day, but we're so busy. You know, so many of us are workaholics and we have so much to do that we don't see the signs, we don't hear the signs. But when we make that decision on a daily basis to plug in, it opens us up during the day to, you know, to be aware of the signs that we get. So, again, it goes back to taking that time to be quiet and to go within, knowing that my answers are within. Mm-hmm. And that's a discipline. And a lot of mm-hmm. people don't take the time to do that, and then so they don't hear the signs. I was addicted to rushing and being yeah. busy. Yeah, that's another question is stilling the mind. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, the idea of meditation is daunting mm-hmm. because... They think they're going to have to sit still, like, you know, on the top of a tree <laughs> you know, on a mountain, right, right. and that if our thoughts come in their mind, that they are making a mistake, so to speak, right, or they're right. not doing it right. Right, so they give up. Right. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Um, there's lots of different kinds of meditation. You can, you know, have walking meditation. Um, for me, it's like when I sit in the morning, I Sometimes put well. I put a can. I light a candle, and I just breathe. You know, I just breathe quietly to quiet my mind down. Some people uh, can meditate for a long time. 
that hasn't been my practice, taking a long time meditating. I just quiet my spirit, quiet my mind. And if thoughts come, I just let them go and just keep coming back to the present moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about yeah. you? What do you do for meditation? Well, you know, for me, it's, it's um, I do more moving meditations. Mm-hmm. Mine is more into the movement. And that's another part is that when we think of movement like yoga or mm-hmm. tai chi, isn't that part of meditation too? Absolutely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So there's different kinds of meditation, yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever centers you and, and brings you, you know, brings you within, I think, is meditation. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. started to do some Nia. Are you familiar with that? It's a dance movement. Uh, it's with um, martial arts and dance. And it's, it's wonderful. It really, it's very centering. It really brings you into your center and, you know, you're, you're meditating as you're, as you're dancing. Now, when you talk about writing the book, mm-hmm. there are, you know, so many of us um, want to put our thoughts in writing and think about writing a book, and the task mm-hmm. seems daunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long did it take you, and how did you know that you needed to really write? It took me seven years to write the book. And I started writing about eight years ago. I had taken, I had read Julia Cameron, Cameron's book, yes. uh, The Artist's Way. Yes. And I, a few of us were in a spirituality class together, and we decided to do her, um, you know, work on the book together. And we met over the summer, and we did the exercises. So that's how I started to write. And, and what I did is I simply sat down and started to, not simply, but I just started to write all the stories that I remembered over the last 30 years that, you know, that God had provided or I saw the signs or whatever it was. I just started to write, and I made a commitment to a friend, and that was really, really important to do because it's just so easy to put it off. There's always something else calling to you. you know, of course. I, and I made a commitment that I would call her every Sunday and commit to whether it be one hour that I was going to write or two hours. So making that commitment to somebody else really motivated me, you know, to keep writing. And then I was at a, um, uh, I joined, I was at Curves at the time, and I was talking to one of the women that I had met and told her that I was, you know, writing, and she was also writing, and she said, have you heard of the coach Lisa Tenner? She's a book coach. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I never heard of her. And then I know you know her, Patricia. Mm-hmm. And then I... um a friend called me that night and or the next day, and we were talking. And this friend I hadn't spoke to in 10 years, and I told her I was writing a book. And she said, oh, have you heard about the book coach? I said, well, you're the second person, so I need to call her. So I called Lisa, and that was a big step for me, um, calling and, and having a book coach to help me, you know, to help mm-hmm. me write. But what happened with me is, so I was writing, and, and things was, you know, I was doing okay, and I had taken a class um, online. It was about um, marketing your book. And after taking the, the class, I just totally froze. And I told God at that point, I'm not. You've chosen the wrong Too person. Too overwhelming. Not, yeah, it was overwhelming. I said, I'm not doing it. You've chosen the wrong person. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to market. I'm not a business person. Mm-hmm. And the story. And I just put the book down and totally forgot. People. Would and then you got the contact with Lisa. Now, after I got the contact with Lisa and I was working with her, I put it down after that because I was just so overwhelmed mm. because um, 
I didn't know how to market. I didn't know how to be a business person. Mm-hmm. All right, happened, well, what we're going to do is take a break, and when we come back, we're going to hear about how when we stop something in our process, and I'm writing about this in my book, mm-hmm. and we stop it, it doesn't mean we've given up the dream. Yeah, and how right. we stay with the dream and how we pick it up again, which yeah. you obviously did and did it well. Yeah. So let's talk about that. My guest today is Pat Hastings, and Pat is a psychotherapist, and she is the author of the book Simply a Woman of Faith, How to Live in Spiritual Power and Transform Your Life. And she is discussing how we can really find meaning in our life through prayer, through dreams, through angelic forces, through spiritual reflection. We'll talk about dreams and angelic forces also. But next we're going to talk about how when you seemingly put your dream aside, it doesn't mean you have. It may mean that you need a break and how you pick that up again. All right, you're listening to Positive Living. Remember, folks, that you can email me, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com or Patricia at RaskinResources.com. I have a newsletter. I have a new blog that I'd love to share with you. I'd love to hear your positive stories, and I'd love you to be on my mailing list, so please do write to me. And again, it's Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com or Patricia at RaskinResources.com. And if you're listening today, November 17th, live between 11 and noon Pacific and 2 and 3 Eastern, you can call us at 866-472-578 here, right here on Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guest, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, 
on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Well, hello, everybody. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. And we have a great show for you today. If you're listening live on Monday, November 17th, between 11 and noon Pacific and 2 and 3 p.m. Eastern, call us, 866-472-5788. We're talking today about making your dreams come true, about being a woman, and a man as well, of faith. We're focusing this on women, but this is for all of us. How do we believe, and in our belief, in our vision, in our purpose, we make our dreams happen? My guest today is Pat Hastings. She is a psychotherapist, and she is the author of the book, Simply a Woman of Faith, How to Live in Spiritual Power and transform your life. And Pat Hastings is a licensed therapist specializing in substance abuse disorders. She leads spirituality retreats and workshops. And you can log on to simplyawomanoffaith.com. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back, Pat. All right, let's talk about this. You said that, you know, you had given up. I I hate to, I'm going to put that word in quotation marks, Mm -hmm. that you stopped writing for a year at a time. And you said to God, you've chosen the wrong person, I'm not doing it. So you gave up the dream temporarily, and I write about this in my new book. But you got it back. How? I did. Well, what I did was during that year that I put the book to bed, as I called it, I joined Toastmasters, which is an international group to help you to, you know, to speak. So on some level, I was still, you know, moving forward but I didn't think that I was going to, you know, write the book. So as I was preparing for one of my retreats, the title of the retreat was Love is Letting Go of Fear. Mm-hmm. And as I was preparing the talk, God showed me that I was full of fear, and that's why I had put the book to bed. So I said, okay, you know, here we go again. I knew that I had to work through the fear. How can I get up there and teach, oh, teach women about letting go of fear when I was full of fear? So I attended a Toastmasters meeting a couple of days after this realization that I was full of fear, and I really didn't—I really didn't know that I was full of fear that year. I had just put it out of my head. I was at a meeting, a Toastmasters meeting, and one of the things they do is they have what they call table topics. It's at the end of the meeting, and you're asked to come up and speak for three minutes on a subject that you don't know about. It. So it's very challenging because you could get up there and not know anything about the topic. So I challenged myself this night, and I volunteered. And my question was, what are you afraid of, and what are you going to do about it? It's like, oh, God. So I said, I'm afraid of finishing my book because I don't know how to market, and I don't know how to be a business person, but I'm willing to be led. Two days later, I attended a my first Toastmaster conference, and at the conference, they had small groups where you could sign up, and I signed up for a workshop on setting goals. And I wasn't attracted to the title because I teach in my practice how to set goals, but the, there was something about the, the person who was giving the, the, um, the talk. She was an author. So 
So as I sat there and I and as I listened to her presentation, the tears just flowed down my eyes because she talked about what she did to self-publish her book, and she gave us all the steps that she took, and it was it was like handed to me on a silver platter. And one of the things that she that she shared in the workshop was what she called her intention book or her dream book. And in that, it's similar to a vision board that's very popular now with The Secret. But this was a little album. And in the album, she had all her pictures of, you know, her standing in front of an audience and a published book. And anything that was special to her was in this book. And I knew at that moment that that's what I needed to do because I kept saying to myself, I'm not an author. Nobody's going to read the book, and I'm wasting mm-hmm. my time. So as long as I kept seeing that on the inside, mm-hmm. that's what I would produce on exactly. the inside. Nothing. So I knew I needed to change my thinking. And I went home that next day, and I went out and bought a little album. And I sat on the floor. I got all my magazines together, and I had a lot of them. And I just sat, and I cut out pictures, and I cut out words. Mm. them in my little book. And... On the front page were my goals, and one of them was to be a, a, to be a best-selling author and to share God's unconditional love. And the second one was to have my book published in one year from that date, and that was 606. And mm. for one year, I took that book, you know, every day in prayer, sometimes at night when I would get overwhelmed, like, what am I doing? Because this fear just, you know, kept coming upon me. I would read that book, and it would just empower me to keep going. And it was one year to the date of the month, one year later, that I published my book. Yeah, So that was a huge turning point for me when I started to believe in myself and, and started to see it as if it had already happened. And that, how long after that did you start to manifest? You mean uh, the book or the, uh, you mean, uh, so I put, I did the intention book in 607. Right. And my intention was to have my book published by uh, 607, yeah, one year. Mm -hmm. And during that year is when I got in touch with Lisa. And also wonderful, wonderful things happened as far as money. It was amazing. There was one time that, well, right before I was going to hire Lisa, um, I didn't have the money. And I was saying to God, well, you know, where am I going to get this money? And mm-hmm. again, it was, I will provide. So I called Lisa, and I said, you know what, Lisa, I'm stepping out in faith, and I'm going to hire you. Mm-hmm. And this is this is true. God to honest truth. God to <laughs> what happened was, again, an amazing story, which I had forgotten about it. I went on to my email just I went on to my bank account on the email just to check to see what I had in the in the bank and I noticed there was $2000 more in my bank account mm-hmm. and I was like oh my god where did that come from I was like where did this come from and I And where it, did it come from Well it came from I had received a bonus at work and nobody mm-hmm. had notified me Interesting In fact they had a big uh they have a, a ceremony for the people for the month who get bonuses, and I wasn't chosen that month. And in the past, when I did get a bonus, it was like $500. That's the most that you got. This came, I was never notified, and it was $2,000. So it was incredible. Mm. incredible. And there it was, and and that's what you needed. That's exactly what I needed, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it came, 
I so what, what you're saying is image. Spend time imaging what you want. Write it down, cut out pictures, talk about it, and, and, and see it. Right. You have to visualize it as if it's already happened before it happens. Pat, in your work, and and you were telling me during the break that you have recently retired, but for many, many years you were a counselor with with drug and alcohol abuse. And here's my question. You know, this is a tough issue. It's addiction. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know that we have spiritual 12-step programs. Mm -hmm. But how do you help people really break through now, that's also being simply a woman of faith mm-hmm. and a man of faith as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some, yes. at some point you have to surrender. Right, right. How does this tie in? How, how does this tie into the book? How does it tie Yes, in? to tie into the book and to the work that you do and into writing the book and your message. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, let me let me clarify. I yeah, think also yeah. in in your book, you know, you talk about asking God and saying, "I need a sign. I need help." Right. Realizing that you can't do it yourself. Exactly. And and as an an addict with drug and alcohol, in the twelve yeah. step program, there's a point at which you have to surrender and exactly. say, "I can't do this by myself anymore." Exactly. And, and believe in a higher step. power. Right. That's the first step to admit powerlessness, to admit that you need help. Right. So in that sense, that there is a real similarity. Yes, there is. There is. It's a surrendering. You know, one of the things that I realized why I so often put the book down was because I could not, because I wanted to control was really what it was, mm-hmm. and I couldn't figure out what was going to happen a year from now. And being a control freak, I wanted to know what was going to happen. And what God showed me was that when I show up every day and I connect with the power, that power will show up every day and the how will show up in the perfect time. And I really had to grasp that. I had to surrender each day and know that what I needed was going to show up at the perfect time, not a year before. So it was really giving up that control. And that's so hard to do for many of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, for the for the for the addict, and for most of us have some kind of addiction, whether it be to food, whether it be mm-hmm. to staying busy, whether it be mm-hmm. to gambling, and and on and on. For me, mine was staying busy. Mm-hmm. You know, I stayed busy to medic. I understand yeah. what the alcoholic went through. I stayed busy to medicate my feelings, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. as the alcoholic and drug you know drug mm-hmm. addict does. All right. Well, we're going to talk more about your book, Simply a Woman of Faith, How to Live in Spiritual Power and Transform Your Life, and how we really do that, and some more examples about um, how you can help other people to change their lives and how you can help people to really be guided by their inner voice and by God and how you help people create their vision and stay true to their vision. And we'll talk about that after the break. My guest is Pat Hastings. Her book is Simply a Woman of Faith, How to Live in Spiritual Power and Transform Your Life. And you can log on to her website, which is simplyawomanoffaith.com. And you can log on to my website, patriciaraskin.com or patricia at patriciaraskin.com to write to me. 
and let me know about the program. Tell me your positive stories. Check out my blog and my newsletter. Listen to all of my shows are archived. I have three radio shows. I would love to hear from you. So, folks, stay tuned. There's more. And if you're listening live on November 17th on Monday between noon and 1 and 2 and 3, those are Pacific and and, uh, Eastern times, I'd love to hear from you. 866-472-5788. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where women and wine angels swoop down and help shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women and Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women and Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit, Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. Voice America. Well, hello everyone and welcome back. Welcome back to Positive Living and I'm Patricia Raskin. And it's always an honor and a pleasure to be with you each week and really be able to present to you people and guests and experts who will show you how to turn your obstacles into opportunities, your problems into solutions, and make your dreams come true. If you're listening live today on Monday, November 17th, between 11 and noon Pacific and between 2 and 3 p.m. Eastern, call us at 866-472-5788. My guest today is Pat Hastings. She is a psychotherapist 
And her book is Simply a Woman of Faith, How to Live in Spiritual Power and Transform Your Life. She specializes in substance abuse disorders and leads spirituality retreats and workshops. Welcome back, Pat. Thank you. Um, Tell us about the retreats that you lead and when you decided to do that, how you decided to format those, what, what people gain. You want me to tell you how? Yeah, talk about the retreats. Yeah, I'd like to share how it started for me. I was um, on a retreat myself, and on Friday night, the leader asked if we would share our gifts during the weekend. So people were saying that, you know, they did poems and they did paintings and stuff, and I sat there and I said, you know what, I don't have any gifts. And this little voice said, will you dance? And I said, yeah, but God, I just dance with you in my living room. And I kind of laughed. But I felt led to tell the leader. I said to her, well, you know, I dance. And she said, what kind of dancing do you do? I said, well, I dance in my living room. So that was it. And she didn't say anything to me for the whole weekend, and I was, I was pretty glad about that. On Sunday morning, she came to me and said, we would like you to dance at the, the, last, at the last session. And I was like, Oh my God! I don't have anything to wear, and I don't have—I don't have anything, to, you know, a song. Anyway, I went off in my room and I prayed and I asked God if He wanted me to dance, and I just knew. So at the last session, it was on the beach, and the women encircled me, and I danced a liturgical dance, which is just, you know, a flowing dance, and it was like I was just one with God. And the women weren't even around me. I didn't even notice them. It was a very spiritual dance for me. And after the uh, dance was over, many women came up to me with tears in their eyes, and they said how touched they were. They hadn't cried all weekend, but seeing me dance just touched something in their soul. Mm. Yeah, so afterward, I talked to the leader, and I said to her, now I had never done a retreat before, and I had said to her, you know, if you ever hear of any retreats, I would like to do a retreat. And that was it. Well, she called me a month later, and she said that she had a retreat that was scheduled, and she couldn't do it. It was an Al-Anon retreat, and, I, and she asked me if I would do the retreat. And it just came out of my mouth, yes, I'll do it. Now, I had never done a retreat before. especially It was a whole weekend. It was 30 women. Mm. And I just I put it together. It was, I, just, I just sat, and I prayed, and, and it came together. And a friend and I went to New Hampshire, and we gave the retreat, and it was a Extremely powerful retreat. The women were were very moved and, and very touched and healed. So I came back and I I called some places and you know said that now I'm a tre- retreat leader. I did it once, and that's how my retreats got started. And I've been doing retreats every year. And this year, I've done a lot more retreats because I knew that I was retiring. And the retreats are usually about um, they're they've been for women, and I'm open to doing, you know, men's retreats, but my heart is really... And what are some of the things that you do? In the retreat? Yes. Uh, One of the things we do, we play. We pray and we play. At night, I bring um, old-fashioned hats, and I have a Mm. box load of clothes, and we dance and we play and we get dressed up, and the women really let their hair down. It's just so much fun. So that's at night. But during the day, I give a, you know, I do a presentation, and then there's small group sharing, and then there's open groups. In the afternoon, we have a, a we always have a special, a special workshop on forgiveness, and mm-hmm. 
we talk, you know, I talk about what forgiveness is, why it's important, and then I, we get together and each woman comes up and we all pray for her. And it's just incredible, incredible. I just had a retreat this Saturday, in fact, and one of the women who was on the retreat, um, she did a whole forgiveness piece with her sister who had died four years ago. And she had a very powerful retreat. She called me Sunday night, last night, and said that she went back to church for the first time in 35 years. And what an incredible experience it was. It was her, her parish that she belonged to years ago. And she said that they had a tree planting day yesterday, and she was able to help plant a tree for her sister. And she was she was flying high, you know. And so that's one of the things that we that we do on the retreat. There's is a big piece on forgiveness because that's so important. So many people are have unforgiveness for other people, but a lot of the unforgiveness is toward themselves. They cannot forgive themselves. Yeah. Women can't forgive And so that's what, that's what these retreats do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Talk about some of the um, results or reports or feedback that you have gotten from people who have read your book. Oh, I'd love to talk about that because <laughs> it delights me every time somebody tells me that they love my book and they can't put it down. And that's the feedback that I get. They cannot put it down and it gives them hope. I just met somebody um, a couple of weeks ago. I went to Kenny Bunkport for a couple of days just to kind of a transition because I just retired, and it was just kind of a transition time for me from, from the old job to this new ministry and new business that I have. And I was sitting on the beach, and I was reading a book, and I had put the book that book down. It was um, Jerry and Esther Hicks' book. It's all about the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And I had taken a walk, and as I walked back to the chair there was um, a young man sitting uh, on, the, on the wall very close to my chair. So I came back, and we smiled at one another, and we said hello. And he said, are you the person that's reading that book? And I said, yes. Hmm. Well, we started to talk. We ended up talking for four hours. Wow. About, yeah, all about our lives. He had a very difficult, he had just been through a major operation and a, a very nasty divorce, and he was really hurting, and he had that at 4 o'clock in the morning before we met, he had woke up feeling very depressed, and he said to God, you know, I'm reading all this, all these books, but is it real? You know, is this law of attraction real? And then he meets me, and, you know, our conversation, as I said, went on for four hours, and I gave him my book and CD as a gift because I knew that, you know, he didn't have any money, and he graciously accepted it, and he told me that he would read the book by the weekend and get back to me. He called me the next day and said, Pat, I read your book. I couldn't put it down. I loved it, and it really gave me hope. Yeah, so that was just a, a recent experience. So that's what people are telling me, that they can't put the book down. They love it. And it's giving them hope because they, they, they're able to see that if she did it, I can do it. What do you say to people now in these times where there's a lot of uh, economic downturns, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people are very afraid, people are losing their jobs, people are really tight on money. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stress right now. Now we also have a lot of hope with a new administration coming into our country right. and to our right. government, and right. there's excitement, but there's also a lot of fear mm-hmm. and anxiety. Mm-hmm. What, what, can, what do you say to that? What's your, what's well, your message I, of hope here? How would you I, help people? Yeah, I certainly understand the fear because after I 
gave my notice to retire, I had been praying for a whole year. And so I gave my notice, and then this fear just, you know, enveloped me, like, what in the world did you do? Especially at this time of, of the economics. I had a very good-paying job, and now I was I gave up that job to go to do God's work. And I say now God is my employer, and I have a heavenly pension and a heavenly bank account. So I understand that fear. So for me, I can only share what I've done. I'm really staying connected to the power within. I have a wonderful community of spiritual, like-minded people around me. And and I know that God is my source, and I know that God's going to provide to me. So I don't, to me personally, I don't read the newspapers much. I am not going to get sucked into the neg- negativity. I have a choice, and we all have a choice. Are we going to choose to to believe and trust that God's going to take care of us, or are we going to buy the negativity and all the fear in what's going on? So that's what I, you know, I share what what I've done and what I'm doing on a daily basis. I stay plugged into the power. And, and you know what you're saying is that you've taken a risk. I mean, there is a risk. Absolutely. And that's what your whole title is: simply a woman of faith. Exactly. It is a risk. It was definitely a risk, definitely, yeah. And since I've done that, Patricia, it's I'm just blown away at the opportunities that are coming mm. my way. People are calling me and asking me to speak. And I told you about why I put my book down, because I didn't know how to do the business plan. I didn't know how to market. I just recently went to, um, it's called... Um, Women and Enter- Center for Women in Enterprise, mm-hmm. and it's for women who are starting new businesses, and it's exactly what I need to do. They're teaching me how to do a business plan, mm-hmm. how to market. Mm-hmm. I left So there. what you're saying is you also have to, you know, become organized and create a plan, right. and it's not just right. about vision, it's also about the practical Action. application. Action, yeah, and and I don't have a problem with picking up the phone and asking for help, and you know going there and getting the help that I need. And it showed up. That's what it showed me. That showed up exactly when I needed it. You know, I I didn't need to write a business plan while I was still working full time. I needed to write a business plan now, and that's when the opportunity showed up for me. After I left the center last week, uh, as I was driving home, again the tears were flowing and. I remember a song that that I heard years ago, and it just came into my mind, and it was, um, just like I promised I'd come. And I just kept singing those words, just like I promised I'd come. Mm. And the joy just filled my entire being Mm. because God was showing up when I needed him to show up. And that, that, to me, is what about that's what trust is about. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a break. My guest today is Pat Hastings. She is a licensed therapist specializing in substance abuse disorders. She is lead spirituality retreats and workshops. She recently retired and is working full-time with her book and with her workshops. Her book is simply A Woman of Faith, How to Live in Spiritual Power and Transform Your Life. You can log on to simplyawomanoffaith.com. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on voiceamerica.com. If you're listening live on November 17th, give us a call at 866-472-5788. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! 
If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty's has just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. No. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. And we are back. You are listening to Positive Living. And I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on voiceamerica.com. And just to tell you that you can still call in if you would like, if you're listening live on November 17th, between 11 and 12 noon Pacific and 2 and 3 p.m. Eastern. You can call at 866-472-5788. This program, Positive Living, is all about turning your obstacles into opportunities, your problems into solutions, and making your dreams come true. And you can write to me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com. I have a blog, and I have a newsletter. I'd love to hear your positive stories. I have three radio shows. They're archived on my site. So take a look at that. There's a video about what I believe in and my mission and passion to doing this work for many, many years, 25, and to really help you make your dream come true because, you know, in doing that, it's I'm making my dream come true by bringing you such amazing guests and Because of that, they give you the information and the wisdom and the inspiration and the guidance so you can make your dreams happen. So log on to PatriciaRaskin.com or RaskinResources.com. Today, my guest is Pat Hastings. She is a psychotherapist. She's the author of the new book, Simply a Woman of Faith, How to Live in Spiritual Power and Transform Your Life. You can log on to SimplyAWomanOfFaith.com. Welcome back, Pat. Thank you. All right. You write in your book in the first chapter about yard sales. Now, what is the way that God guides you at these yard sales? <laughs> I love it. Um, I love to go to yard sales. I love to get bargain, bargains. But the biggest thrill is when I pray for something and I get it. And what's happened is my friends now ask me if they want something, if I will look for it at a yard sale. And inevitably, I get it. Um, one of the, the funniest yard sales is, when my ex was out of work and he needed shoes to go to a job interview. And he had a size 12D and he wanted um, wing, black wingtip shoes. Now, that's a tall order to get at a yard sale. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I asked God for to the shoes and I, I went to 
there were several weeks that I would go to yard sale and I would just put that out there and, you know, see it in my mind. And nothing happened to this. One day I walked into a yard sale and there was all these boxes of shoes on this table. And my heart started to pound and I went over and I started to look through and there was no size 12 day black wingtip shoes. And I was about to leave. And the... uh, the man came over and he said, you know, can I help you with something? And I said, oh, you know, you don't have it. And he said, what are you looking for? And I said, well, I need size 12D black wing tip shoes. He says, come over this way. And as we walked over, he starts going through other boxes and he pulls out this shiny size 12D black wing tip shoes. And I just about, my mouth just about dropped open. So he told me, and of course I said to him, oh, I've been praying about this, and he just kind of looked at me like I was crazy. And he said that he had a shoe store that went out of business, and he had all these shoes in his basement. And he decided one day, well, I might as well have a yard sale and you know, get rid of them. And I think, I, I think he charged me like $20 for them, and they were like probably a $150 pair of shoes new. So that one is is a really you know funny story that how God mm-hmm. provided. Another one was a friend asked mm-hmm. me, to get a... It's a power of intention, isn't it? It is. It is. It is about the power of intention. Mm-hmm. And when I would, you know, I'd get in my car and I would pray for specifically things that I needed, but then also I would just say, you know, you know, God, what I need. Um, a story comes to my mind that I had forgotten about. It was one of my friend's birthday, and I was at a yard sale, and her birthday was a week after, and she just kind of came into my mind, and I said, oh, maybe I could find something for for my friend. And I looked down, and there was a, um, you know, the things that you put over your eyes when you go to bed at night? Mm-hmm. I put herbs in at the herbal. Yes. Well, there was a, a brand new one on the table. So I picked it up, and um, it was a dollar, and I bought it, and it was brand new. It was in the box. I wrapped it, and when I gave it to her, she was so excited because she said that she had just been looking for one and couldn't find the, the color that she wanted, and this was the color that, that she had wanted. So it just amazes me how when I don't even, I don't even know what I, what I need and things, you know, things come to me. Now, a now yeah. let's say, let's turn that around mm-hmm. into something different. Let's say that... You went to a yard sale, mm-hmm. and you said to yourself, I really want to find this blue sweater. Mm-hmm. I probably won't. Mm. What do you think question. would happen? You won't find it. That's, that's focusing on the negative. It's focusing on, you know, what you don't have. All right, let's do another one. Okay. I really want this blue sweater. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find. I'm not sure I'll find it. It's still that negative. It's still that uncertainty from what you really want. All right, the third one. Okay. I really want that blue sweater. I hope I, 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 hope I can find it. It's closer. It's, that, that's getting closer. I hope I can find it. But I think it even goes a step further. Okay. Don't you? I do. Well, that's why I'm asking you because yeah. I think that so many of us we may say the words, but that little voice in their head is going, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, come right. on, get yeah, real. Right. Yeah, real. You're going to find it at a yard sale. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's that believing. It's, it's that believing that it'll happen. And well, and that's the title of your book, Simply a Woman of Faith. 
And it's, it seems easy to do, but as you said, it's not easy. What are some exercises you can give to listeners to um, feed themselves with those positive thoughts so that it's easier for them when they really want to believe? Yeah, I've, affirmations are something that I've um, been doing for many, many years. And one of my first affirmations that I did was I realized that I was um, a people pleaser. So I always focused on other people and didn't really have a self. So one of my first affirmations was, I like and approve of the person I'm becoming. And I said that over and over and over again. So doing affirmations and believing in yourself um, on a daily basis, you know, can really, can really, really help. So that's what I would suggest. Certainly taking time each day for yourself to, to go within to, to know what it is that you do want. God wants us to ask for what we want, and many of us don't know what we want. You know, uh, we say, I don't know what I want. Really, deep down, we do know what we want, but we're afraid. And the other piece is, so many of us, including myself, don't feel deserving. I don't feel worthy. I don't feel like I deserve to have that bigger house or that soulmate. And we have to work through that and say, I do deserve this. You know, this is, this is what God wants me to have and believe that that I do deserve good things and abundance in my life. Mm-hmm. All right. So that, that's really the key. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have a few minutes left. Um, tell us a little bit more about uh, your workshops and how people can find you. Well, the, way that, the easiest way for people to find me would be on my webpage. Um, as I shared, I don't know if I shared this, but I just created a, a new CD and it's called How to Pray and Get Results, 10 oh. Tips to Have Your Prayers Answered. Yeah, and it's 10 tips to have your prayers answered, and there's a tip with a personal story under each of the tips. Um, so that was just released. So my book and my CD can be found on my webpage, and right now I'm having a special for the month of November and December. Um, they're great for, for yourself, of course, but for also gifts, and the special is for the, both the the CD and the book, it's $22, and that's a savings of, of $7. So the best way to find me would be go to my webpage. And on my webpage, I you know, have everything that, that you would need to, to find me when my next retreats are. I have a bunch of them coming up in, in, you know, next year. Okay. Uh, All right. And again, give us some of the, um, the, the website and the email information. Okay. That would be great. The website is um, www.simplyawomanoffaith.com, and you can reach me at my um, email, and that is womanoffaith, that's W-O-M-A-N, of faith, at Blue Bottle, just like it sounds, B-L-U-E-B-O-T-T-L-E.com. Interesting, Blue Bottle. Yeah, so it's womanoffaith at bluebottle.com. Hmm. Interesting, the blue bottle. Yeah, I know. A friend of mine got me hooked onto that one. All right. Thanks so much for being on the program. We really Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you, Pat. Thank stay you. on the line. All right, folks. So we have come to the close of Positive Living. As I always say, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com or patricia at raskinresources.com. Check out my newsletter and check out my blog and tell me your positive stories. I would love to hear from you. So until next time for Positive Living, I'm Patricia Raskin. 
Have a great Monday and a great week. Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com.